Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. Welcome to Opinions on Pickens. I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson, here with Coach G, and we're so excited to talk about some NBA and a little bit more of everything for you guys today. Coach, how are you doing? Yo, hey, how y'all doing? What's going on, OOP family? It's your boy, Coach G. I'm in the place to be, feeling a little better this week, you know? I hope you guys are staying safe, being positive, shedding a lot of love, not only on the sports, but in life. What's good? Coach, we know you've been going through a lot. Our prayers have been with you. Mm -hmm. But also, you know it would not be us if we were not following NBA basketball. Yo, play we in playoff mode. You understand? NBA full swing. And there's a lot of interesting matchups going on. You know, you got rid of, I can't say the trash or the garbage, because nobody thought that Brooklyn was going to get swept by the Celts. But now we get into the nitty-gritty. Now we got Boston, Milwaukee. We got Philly, Miami. We got Warriors Golden State and the Grizzlies. Memphis. We got Mavericks and the Suns. Oh, no. Not Mavs. We do yeah. got the Mavs. You're right. It is the Mavs. What you talking about, though? It, it, it is the Mavs. I, I got caught in some banter earlier. And uh, <laughs> shout out to DJ Slinky. He's a Mavs fan. I wish I could have made it to karaoke. Shout out to CJ's tonight. But I know, boom, he had a bunch of Mavericks printouts. And he's going to put them all around your DJ booth. I wish I could have seen it. I get the pictures, my poster, whatever. But we in full swing, man. I mean, I'm loving it. I mean, Golden State and Memphis, I mean, they're going on right now. I know Memphis, they were up by five going into the second quarter. And we'll see, man. I got Golden State and Boston. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. But we get, we'll get we get into picking picks later. But, yeah, we rolling. What's happening? Let's talk specifically about the Bucks and the Celtics. Yeah. Now, the series, as of now, is tied 1-1. Yeah. Coach, what have you seen from these teams? It's 1-1. The, the first game, it was great. It was, I mean, it was a great game. Both games have been – actually, this the second game has kind of been a blowout. I mean, no Middleton, which, you know, Middleton's a very, very vital piece. And if you don't have him going forward – I don't see the, I don't see this series, even though Giannis is one of the greatest players on this earth, I don't see that series going more than six. And it might be a gentleman sweep at five. You understand? But I'm gonna digress from that. But what I saw, the Celts, and you know, I mean another thing, another matchup I'm thinking about, Marcus Smart now he ain't playing. And he was a defensive player of the year. But the Celtics, they still, the defense is still top-notch. I mean, Jalen Brown, my God. I mean, he's becoming a major superstar right before our eyes. I mean, you already know what Al Hoare going to bring. 
He's just he like a he's like a Tim Duncan type, Mister Fundamental, quiet guy. But he can he can stretch you out. And that man, that bad man, Mister Tatum. Hey, I have nothing. I mean, sucks. Did they, what they were supposed to do? They bounced back on their home floor after losing Game One on the home floor. And now the series is gonna swing to uh, Milwaukee. They gotta get Game Three. But Giannis playing bully ball, you understand? He's well. I mean, what can you do? But is, is this is going this 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 series? If Middleton comes back, Smart comes back, this series I give it seven. But no Middleton after the performance the Celtics put on tonight, five or six. That's that. Coach, we have the Warriors and the Grizzlies. They're okay. facing each other right now. Yeah. In the West semifinals. Yeah. Who do you got? <laughs> I'm rolling Golden State, baby. You already know. Hey, Mr. Morant, I'm going to put a lot of respect. You're a hometown boy. You know, Dazelle, Rampart. But is your, your time is coming. I don't. It's not going to be now. I did, I just think that Golden State, they got a lot to prove. I mean, Clay hadn't played in a while. I mean, Golden State hadn't been in the playoffs in, what, two seasons? So this is their coming out party. I mean, I don't think Draymond should have been thrown out of the, the first game. But after he got thrown out, I said, I, I literally looked over. I was like, yo, Golden State's going to win this game because, man, the NBA has gotten so soft, man. So you don't think Draymond is a problem? No, Draymond. Draymond is the heartbeat of the team. You understand? Draymond is the heartbeat. And Steph is the veins, the blood going through the body of the team. You understand? And Clay, Clay are the limbs, the arms, the legs. And now you got Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, like, people really don't understand how good Golden State really could be because, I mean, Wiseman, Wiseman, he, he's been shelved for the season. He's a top draft pick. You understand? Like, Ikadawa, he's an old, old, old coon. We about the same age, but he's not playing right now. But it's certain pieces that Moody – I mean, Looney, that Golden State has that really can change the pace of the game, and everybody can shoot, everybody can stretch the floor, everybody can handle the, the rock. And that makes a difference when you're trying to break a press because if one through four and Draymond runs five too. So if one through five can handle the rock and break a press and stretch, what I mean? What are you gonna do? And it's tough to defend. So I mean, I'm going Golden State. Only thing, I think Memphis may be a little more athletic and maybe a little more longer. So Golden State, they're gonna have to control the boards, rebound, kick it out, rebound. I think rebound might be, is going to be a vital part in this series. But I'm still rolling with Golden State all the way. A bold choice. 
Let's yes. take a moment and let's transfer from some NBA to some NFL, specifically the Atlanta Falcons. Now, one of our near and dear friends to us, Mike Davis, has been playing there. And today it was released that the Atlanta Falcons have released running back Mike Davis, moving on from the only player the franchise signed to a multi-deal during the 2021 offseason. Coach, what are your thoughts on this? Shout out to Mikey Davis. I mean, Georgia buying, you know, ATL, Gamecock. But, I mean, business is business. Now, it's hard to believe Mike Davis, he's going into his sixth, seventh year in the league. I think he's going to be 30 this coming up season. And I see they they they, they drafted that kid. Uh, I can't not remember his name, but I know they did. They did. They did draft a running back, and they signed uh, Damian Williams from the Chiefs. And Mister Patterson, he's like a Swiss knife, so it's gonna be it's hard to keep four running backs. And Mike, which he, I mean, he had a decent year. I think he he averaged what four point four yards per carry. He had four fumbles, actually. Three, four loss. I mean, Atlanta is really in rebuilding, and they're really trying to – they're going to be the worst team in the league. Let's just get that out of the way going into next year. Yeah, they had a decent draft. They got a couple edge rushes, a tight end. They drafted my man for running back. Man, if I, I, need, I need to get this kid's name because I just don't want to give you guys bullshit information. That's just me. So, as A.B. looks at me, really funny, Tyler Aglier, yeah, they, dra- they drafted that kid. Now it's just no Matt Ryan. Really's out all year. I mean, what do you do? So, Mike, he'll land on his feet somewhere for probably one-year deal, maybe league minimum, maybe a little more. And there is no knock on that, but it's just the business. Shout out to Mr. Davis. And, yo, if, if I mean, you, you already reached your max. So now you're eligible for the NFL retirement pension. So you good, man. Shout out to you, bro. I know teams, teams can use you because you're a bruiser. You still got a lot to give the game, and we love you. You know that. Coach, you know we love your insight, not only on the NFL, but the NBA as well. I'm going to bring it back for a moment to talk about something near and dear to my heart, my Miami Heat. Specifically, Tyler Hero being named Sixth Man of the Year for the 2021-2022 season. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, Tyler, bad boy. Yeah, you got a whole song named after you. Shout out to Jack Harlow. You know what I mean? I guess you got you cats came up together. Whatever. I give back stories and I talk shit. That's what I do. But Tyler Hero, I think you might have had maybe eight, nine, ten, thirty point games this year coming off of the bench. That's big boys. That's big boy status. You understand? Like anytime that you can add that boost. 
coming off of the bench. I mean, Spolstra, Riley, Butler, <laughs> Robinson, that adds the icing on top of the cake. And now your team becomes a problem when the sixth man, the first man coming off of the bench can drop a 30-piece, 30 30-piece 30 snack on you. You understand? So, man, big big shots out. I think that's the first time my uh, uh, a Heat player has gotten a six-man award. I know there's plenty of other teams that, that their six-man have never uh, tasted that trophy. But, I mean, get your flowers. You're a great shooter, great player. You're a young player. And once you're going to be a star in the league, honestly, next couple of years, because I, what, this is, what, this is his 34th year? So, hell, hell, Kobe got six man of the year. So, that, I mean, that, that can be something to build off of going into the future. And if I was a coach, I was like, yo, we're going to need you. Yeah. Coach. Talk to us about your final prediction about who will make it to the NBA Finals. Well, I know a lot of people bet a lot of money to start the season. And, you know, I'm going to talk my, I'm going to pop my crap. Lakers, y'all thought Lakers were going to be there. <laughs> Didn't make the playoffs. A lot of people thought that. They did. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, I, love, I mean, I love New York. I mean, Brooklyn. I got pictures. I was in Marcy out there. You know, shot the J. That's my favorite. Shot New York. That, I mean, come on. I'm a Giants fan. Y'all disappointed. Bounce back next year. You understand? Make sure y'all get the best services and the best therapist for Mr. Simmons. Right? Whatever y'all got to do for Kyrie, keep Kyrie there. But make sure y'all have an understanding. Because Kyrie and KD, they only played, what, 30 games together? Right? They straighten that situation out. KD, he did all he can do for that organization up until this point. Keep it together? Yes, I believe you should keep it together. So, now we're going to fast forward. Utah, they're going to be back next year. Denver, they're going to be back. Injuries. But now we're going to talk to the meat and the meat and the potatoes. Atlanta's going to be back next year. New Coach, Orleans going back. Who are your top two teams we need to be looking out for in the finals? Who are your predictions? I mean, I, I, I'm not going to be the dead horse. I've said, man, the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. That's what I mean. That's what I got right now because I just think that the Celtics, even with injuries, are still playing at a very high level. Defense, very high level. I don't even know. With the new coach, I saw Brad Stevens. He in the pre, he up in the box. Excuse me, having a great time. And he was the coach the last what five years, but then he went. He moved to the front <laughs> office, and everybody wondered, like, hold on, how is that transition happening? 
And then, you know, the Celtics, they started off slow. But something clicked. After, after December, something clicked in this team. And now I got him as a finals favorite. And that goes with Golden State also. I mean, I, I, I love Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a sleeper. We don't know what's going to happen with Philly, right? Because Philly, with James Harden, James Harden had a chance to do what he had to do. No Embiid. Embiid will probably be back for game three or four. But now we're seeing James Harden game is literally disintegrating before our eyes. That step back after the injury he had last year is not Houston James Harden. It's not the James Harden we got the first bit of Philly. We're seeing James Harden actually break down right before our eyes. So I can't put them up there. Coach, you've given us some interesting insight. I have to say, I don't always agree with you. But I do always appreciate you giving us insight to the fullest. Now, I do see the Celtics advancing to the finals. I can agree with you with that. Do I see my Miami Heat advancing to the finals? I do as well. Okay, so where where do you stand? Where are you standing at? Where I'm standing at is I'm here as a part of our opinions on Pickens family. I want to know how you guys feel and what your opinions are. So until next time, I'm Alyssa Butterson, and this is Coach G. Keep winning. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.